still on this fucking psycho babble horseshit. No, I pretty mentioned saying I'm afraid of changing what has worked. Twenty years of hatred sold a hundred million records. Now look at it. Listening to music, the lifeblood. Going nowhere's just fine. Maybe tonight's the night we die. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Music the Lifeblood. I'm your very humble host, Dustin. Big Jake, what are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about Metallica. Metal Metallica. Metallica. Yep. Metal licking. Metal licking. All right, so this is kind of like, uh, you know how Metallica has the song that's called The Thing That Should Not Be? Yes. I feel like that's what this episode should have been titled. It's, this is what, round three? <laughs> Third round. Fight. Tech tech support be damned. Dude. Dude. <laughs> that was that took a minute for that tech support, too. That was 24 hours of tech support. All right, so now we're we're breaching into completely uncharted territory. Are we? we? we this are, feels like this is the third time we've done this. Well, no. I'm just It's season four of the oh, Music yes, the yes, Lifeblood yes, yes, podcast. We are officially... We are, we are, Syndicated? We are at the <laughs> outer edges of the solar system. Valid. We're, we're beyond Pluto at this point. Mm. So, brand new season, lots of new stuff happening, yes. and uh, I thought it would be a good idea. Let's just kick it off with a bang. We talked about Metallica. Yes, we did. Um, and <laughs> they put out a new single while we were away, quote unquote. Away, quote unquote, yeah. I'm just going to let the audience assume I was... You were... you were I, was traver- I was traversing the countryside of Norway. You were busier in that month than you are when we're not recording. Right, yes. <laughs> lots of things were happening, so... Uh, so yeah, lots of new little bits on the show, uh, lots of new artwork yes. for Music the Lifeblood. So head on over to the Music the Lifeblood YouTube channel so you can check out the Vinyl Thursdays and whatever else we're posting. You see kind of we up the ante as far as the production goes and things like that. Uh, beyond that, I also want to take a minute and mention the Patreon. The Patreon we, is important. We relaunched the Music the Lifeblood Patreon. So if you want to Google Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, it's a crowdfunding platform. Yeah. Is that the best a, way to say it? Okay. It's a shut up and give us your money is what it is. That's like. right. So, And since we keep the Music the Lifeblood podcast and the YouTube free... And this shit is fucking funny. Some some kickback would be nice right. from you beautiful people. If you guys would uh, hand over a couple shekels before we're forced to take it from you. <laughs> My thoughts! It's going to make things easier. And we're not asking for a lot. So go I mean, check out. Literally whatever you can do. Like, it's, we're not really asking for anything. Right. It, it has to be at least a dollar because you can't give change to Patreon. Right, right. You can go as little as a dollar. You can go as high as 500. Which and I'm going to go ahead and say, don't do that. <laughs> I'm going to be that guy. That's unreasonable. <laughs> it's a good package, though. It's, I mean, it is. You're going to hang out is, with us. Take, it, is a, out the town. it is a night on the town here in Indianapolis. to go high s- fives and food. There man. you go. Perfect. Taco Some Bell. shows. Yes. Um, so, one, five, ten, twenty, fifty, hundred, 
$500 packages. Go check them out. Lots of fun stuff. Um, and in the mid-range there, $20 will get you like a handwritten uh, lyric sheet from uh, Big Jake and I of whatever your favorite song is. So anyway, before this gets too boring, just go check out the music, yes. the Lifeblood Patreon, search it. Beyond that, the Metallica episode is now on its way. James, we should cut our hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake, do you have a favorite Metallica album? Album? Yes. Ride the Lightning. Ride the Lightning? Ride the Lightning or Master of Puppets. Master of Puppets. It's always yeah. Ride the Lightning or Master of Puppets. Yeah. All right, yeah. so that I mean, said. It's not St. Anger, so whatever the fuck that Some should, kind of monster. Should we go there again? I mean, no. I'm going to get it's, real It's agitated. very self-deprecating. I don't want to do it again. I did my yoga this morning. I, You know, I say I don't believe you, but I believe you. And I came to a place of calm. Is that why the room's empty in that corner? Yeah, that's where I do, really? that's where I do my yoga. Good. Right there. I believe you. Agus. She lays here with me. Good. Anyway, <laughs> are, you, right, right are, you zen, are you zen as fuck right now? All right, so here's here's my thoughts. Yes. Okay. Uh, in there's in literature. Okay. Okay. There's a literary archetype called the trickster. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the trickster uh, is the person that just constantly fucks with you. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, good example would be like um, the demons in Evil Dead Two would be a really good example of that. They're just constantly fucking with Bruce yeah. Campbell, right? Anyway, that's how I see Metallica at this point. They're the tricksters? Yes. They, I can't, in, <laughs> from, from a literary standpoint, <laughs> like, the trickster does, like, it has, like, sometimes it has, like, a sexual ambiguity, and at other times it's... You're getting into some, like, Midnight Summer's Dream shit. It's o- Sometimes they do, like, overtly, they have homosexual connotations, sometimes they can be, like, masculine, sometimes they can be feminine. Oh, that and, one really... And there's a kind of viciousness, but yeah. there's an element of comedy to it a lot of the yeah. time, too. This is how I see Metallica. I struggle with Metallica with... Do they realize they're out of touch, or do they think they're giving us exactly what we want? Like, I don't, I can't tell anymore. Like, do they know that they're just like fucking it up, like all the time, or do like do, do they do they think they're giving us exactly what we want? I right, will say though, right, right. if we're speaking in in literature terms, if we're speaking in in <laughs> literary got, means, we, we um, ratcheted up the highbrow. Yeah, yeah, right. Indubitably, <laughs> yes, quite yes. I feel like in if, if we're if we're thinking about Metallica and in, in the heroic cycle, right. I feel like we're we're reaching we're reaching the the like things are coming back to normal. I the feel like. the end of the Odyssey. yeah we're the end of, yeah we're at the end of the yeah, the boat's coming back. There's a very there's a very Odysseus quality to the trajectory of the Metallica the, career. The, the issue was like the mid 90s like that's where the like the point of yeah like, shit hit the fan. I'm not I'm not going to venturing back now. The yes. problem the solution is being solved. <laughs> I'm not I'm it. 
Yeah, come on, man. Come on. You got to fight through the Metallica episode. You got to do it. <laughs> Not going to get mad again. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. <laughs> All right. So everybody, I think it's well documented at this point within the music, the lifeblood pantheon that I have a kind of disdain. We're both, for, we're both a little salty. For that decade. Both a little salty. You know, had, had the Black Album came out and the band stopped. Yeah. I could have lived with it. Yeah. You know, I could I could have yeah. lived with it. I mean, it. yeah. Yeah. But then Man, you don't want load and reload. You don't yeah. want those gems. I know those and, jewels. Okay, okay. And we've we've you and I have had this conversation. I, I would before. be absolute sarcastic, so like load and reload can blow me. I hate that right. shit. Yes. <laughs> I I consider I consider load reload and some kind of monster to be the gonorrhea. The Amurpies, if the, you will. The Amurpies. <laughs> the gonorrhea. Bringing it back. The, the gonorrhea contraction of the Metallica catalog. You yeah, know? Yeah, I think yeah. I compared it to you have a girlfriend and things are amazing gives you the clap. for five years. And then all of a sudden you have the clap. Unexplicably, yep. Yep. you have the clap. What do you do? hard to go back and then and then and, that rich, the rich, and then the ship's a little tainted and then the, and then you, you as a couple you get the clap cured yeah it's hard to not like where the fuck did you get the clap remember <laughs> yeah. and that's how i feel about load and reload how the fuck can you not think about and not still be angry about load and reload especially since like kiss i almost said kiss i was looking at your kiss posters and which they're everywhere. And Metallica's never acknowledged and been like, "Yeah, sorry, we fucked that up." At least to my knowledge, it's never. They've never been like kind of apologetic about yeah a decade of shit music. You know, that's the one thing I always thought about. I thought was really interesting about Jason Newstead that mm-hmm. uh, Jason Newstead was clearly unhappy in the band for a considerable amount of time. Yeah, you yeah. know, before he left and. During the band's tenure, I feel like Jason Newstead towed the company line better than any of anyone else in that band. Yeah. He was the ultimate spokesperson for them. And <sighs> Yeah. You know and it's what, still, what really sucks like- well but you know, that said, what really sucks about Jason's tenure in the band is that the majority of it was during a time I fucking hate. And yeah. and I really like Jason Newstead. I considered him to be the thing that, to me, on a lot of levels, kept the band credible. See, I always, for a very I always thought from time. a personality aspect, I thought he seemed like a twat. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I don't have enough experience what, with why? 90s why, metal. Why, exactly. Why have you thing. arrived at that? That's the thing. I don't know because I don't, I don't have enough experience with this band while he was in said band to like really have a valid good opinion about it i just i saw him on what was that show he was they made that super group with dave navarro rocks rock star supernova that's the one and i was like this dude's kind of a fucking twat like i guess that's and i was he's like an asshole but like he's a good ass bass player i think he's amazing i mean i that's i said i'm basing that purely on on the through the eyes of a child and I knew that he left Metallica and I really liked Metallica and I was salty about it. Well, that's kind of like my irrational hatred for the band. You know, based yeah, that's on... Fair. I, don't, I don't hate Jason Newstead anymore. Like, I'm an adult and now I realize that it's like I was very much had a one-sided view on that. But now I've not dug back in to be like, is Jason Newstead a cool guy or is he a fuckstick? I've not really looked. <laughs> so right now I'm like in the middle. He could be either. <laughs> yeah. I... Man, I just I have a lot of respect for Jason Newstead. Here's why. Yes. Um, 
when he was in the band, he made them more metal. I would agree with that. For one, yeah. for one, he upped the ante on the metalness. Yeah. Even when it was waning yeah. for them. Uh, and then two, I think he. I think he was really genuinely invested in and appreciated the spoils. Yeah. You know, of being of, in the of, world's of, biggest band. Being yeah. in the world's biggest aggressive band. And I think he conducted himself with a lot of, you know, I don't know. I, I just think as a person, I really think he kind of honored, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, no, he, he the, appreciated the, it. He, he realized the, the opportunity. Yeah, the, the fact that he was filling Cliff Burton's spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that he was, it was, it was important for him to do things in a way that weren't disrespectful to the legacy. It, all, it still feels like someone, it feels, still feels like even Rob's just filling Cliff's spot. Like it, it always just seems like someone's just there because he obviously can't be. Even Rob's in the band for like a decade. Well, that's what you say about, that same thing you say about Bon Scott. Brian Johnson didn't replace Bon Scott. See, I feel like Brian Brian Johnson is just there because Bon Scott isn't. See, I feel like with that particular situation, it's a completely different. Like that's two different bands. Like the music is very similar, but like Brian Johnson brought his his a whole different twist to that band than what Bon Scott did. So I feel like you can't even hardly compare the two. Like they're very very different. Versus, well, I think Jason Newstead did too. See, I feel like he still just to me just felt like he. I feel like he. I can't say that anymore because like it's been a decade that Rob's been in the band. I was gonna say I feel like he filled the spot, or Rob filled the spot better than Jason. But it's like it's, I can't even say that that's that's even necessarily true anymore. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It just it always seems like they're. It feels like they're never going to have a permanent bass player. Right. Like Rob still feels Rob's been in the band a decade and it still feels like he could go at any minute. Over a decade. Yeah, over a decade. Yeah, yeah. and it still feels like he could go at any minute. Right. Like any second, he could just not be in that band anymore. Right. Nah. I mean, that would be a bummer. It would. He's great. I like. I like Rob Trujillo. He's. He I mean. He'd have to go back to Ozzy probably. But I mean, that means Jason would have to go somewhere too. <laughs> well, Jason's not playing with Ozzy. Oh, see, I don't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Like yeah. I said, I'm looking. He, he was doing. New, he was. He was playing on and off of Voivod mm-hmm. um, for a long time. And right when he quit Metallica, he had Echo Brain. See, I w- I was told that the way I really understood it was when. They got Rob. Rob was in Ozzy. Rob was playing for Ozzy. And so it was Jason. Jason was playing for Metallica, and they literally just switched. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but Jason only played with Ozzy not that long, actually. It wasn't Ozzy. I never yeah. really looked into it. Yeah, it wasn't it. that long. Mm. Um, I think Mike Inez is still playing for Ozzy okay. when Ozzy does do shows. Um, right now, Geezer Butler is playing for Ozzy, so... <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay, it's just something to say. That's the thing that's happening right now. I know you don't like it. You don't like Ozzy and Sharon. I don't like not having Bill Ward in Black Sabbath. If you, oh, excuse me, sorry, it's a, it's a bit earlier than usual. Um, if you look into the Bill Ward situation, though, from both sides, even on there's fault on both sides, but it did kind of seem like Bill Ward was being a bit whiny about some things. But however, Sharon and Ozzy being a pretty irrational, so it's uh, it's a little bit of both. I feel like, right, right. However, I feel like I, if, if know, it truly, if this truly is "quote unquote" the end, what they're calling the tour, just fucking suck it up and let your drummer be in the band for like half a year, like yeah. just deal, like yeah. It's a shame. It's absent. 
I don't want to talk about Black Sabbath. I'm okay. going to get agitated. Anyway. So we're talking about Metallica, so you can get agitated. <laughs> so we should probably breach the subject of Hardwired. Yes, absolutely. The, the main the main focus of this episode. The, the new the new single, right? Yes. All right, what are so your thoughts? My thoughts on it. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad it's I'm glad it's an aggressive song. It is. It is. We're uh, fucked. Shit out of luck. <laughs> Hardwired. To self destruct. I just I you know I can't you know. I'm glad Metallica has discovered what after, a triplet is again. After after I watched uh, Slayer's video for Pride and Prejudice, yeah, I just can't take Hardwired seriously. Why is that? You know, because I mean Slayer put out a put out a video with some socio political commentary on yeah. racism, yeah. Nazism specifically, and. Uh, that sort of thing, and it has such a fucking poignant message to it yeah. that, eh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, th- I, d- I mean, I thought I thought the video so, was great. So, how did you interpret the message then for Hardwired? Hardwired. Uh, I mean, James Hetfield has a long history of writing about uh, shit that's bothering him. Yeah, you know, from a from a political standpoint, um, you know, as far back as fucking Ride the Lightning. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I'm I'm glad I'm glad it's not Alternica, you know. Um, <laughs> it's not that, that that's for damn sure. Um, but it sounds like it could have been just another song on Death Magnetic. I I, I took it as very much a metaphor for the politics inside of the band. Like it's I've always I took it more as his frustration about the band in the last several years. Like hardwired to self destruct was them like it, it seemed like it was very I I thought anyway it was very referential to the struggles they had within that band for so many years right. and now they're kind of getting back where they want to be right and they weren't for a long time so right. that's why I took it as anyway but I guess there could be some socio political <laughs> like undertones there I mean it's an election year. Uh, man, I, everybody's I all just, ratcheted up. I just this—that's one topic that, like, I just don't even like. No, no, thank you. It's just <laughs> oh, my, oh no, oh no. Because I have very—I don't—I don't have like too many strong opinions. Right. I have very strong opinions this year on that particular topic. I think it's awesome. I think it's hilarious, but I think the outcome right. is all bad. Yeah. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. Yeah. So. Let's yeah. talk about Metallica. 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 Anyway, Hardwired. It just sounds like, it sounds like it, it reminds me of All Nightmare Long, or that, not All Nightmare Long. Um, that was just your life off of Death Magnetic. Has that yeah. sort of kind of yeah. circular guitar riff. I mean, I will, know. that's the, my one, my two musical complaints about this song are um, the guitar solo's hot shit. I really hate that guitar solo. And it's a the structurally it's a little boring. It's a lot but again at the same time that's very like old school thrash and that's what they're going for. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 they're doing what they are supposed to be doing if they want to write old school thrash. Right. I just find old school thrash kind of monotonous. And I listen to Doom. If you do so. it right though, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, no, for sure. I I just think I I just think once once Slayer became Slayer, you you can't compete see i you think, know what i mean you i can't. think this song sounds like old slayer to me like early slayer it sounds very similar to early slayer like i had a friend who told me that i was like no it fucking doesn't and then 
he put on death. I uh, put almost a death magnetic. There it goes again. <laughs> I almost he put on hardwired, and then he put on an old Slayer song right after it, and I literally couldn't tell the difference. What the was, only what was the song? I can't remember. This has been like two weeks ago. But like the if you're gonna say something this bold. It's not that bold. You mean the thrash band sounds like the other thrash band? How is that bold? <laughs> Hardwired sounds like old Slayer. It does. It sounds like old Slayer. I mean, I think that's just your. I think that's just your distaste for Metallica and your love for Slayer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I. I, Yes, it is. You know, you look at one video off the YouTube channel, and it is painfully apparent. You know, I'm a Slayer fan. Yeah. I mean, I get. I get it. I'm just saying. I just it sounds like they're trying to go back to their trying to go back to their roots, and their roots sounds like Slayer. Well, I don't. Well, I feel like they went there with Death Magnetic. My my thing is this, and you and I have talked about this before. That yeah, twice actually, twice. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, That there's a thing in the Metallica guitar sound now, and it emanates from Mr. Hepfield. Yeah. That. There's that sort of southern twang, sort of southern kind of thing that happens for, from his rhythm playing. There's a, there's a swing. Yeah. There's a swing in from, it. From his rhythm playing that was developed on Load and Reload yeah. and has not left that's, that's the what, Metallica I, I, sound since. I described it as, as Death Magnet. Death Magnetic was a big step in the right direction from what they were doing. Right. And this is now another baby step in that direction. Sure. It's not another, like, if we had another full step, it'd be, we'd be listening to Ride the Lightning again. Right. But, like, this is another step in that direction. I, yeah. As, you know, I consider myself a music critic. I mean, anyone can be a critic, just whether or not people care if you're a critic. Yeah, That's the thing. I guess. Yeah, but I mean, I do it every day. Yeah, I mean, I me talk too. about yeah. music and I, I, I examine it and things like that. And I'm just, you know, I'm all for bands progressing and changing and doing things differently and that sort of thing. But that element of the Metallica sound, I just feel like it does not belong there. It does. It doesn't belong, and it makes. I think I think it music, especially mainstream music. I almost want to say it cheapens. I get your saying the Metallica sound. It's because the re- I, I think it. Ha- I think this issue with your, the twang that you're just, you're speaking of came up because mainstream music and Metallica is mainstream, whether you like it or not. Metallica is basically a metal pop band. Like a, like that's just how it is. They they will be taking their cues based on what is popular inside popular music that's just it's unfortunate but that's what it is Mm. and if you look at the only band in the 90s that was probably bigger than metallica at that time was pantera and pantera has that that swang that southern like twinge to it sure like I feel like maybe whether it was purposefully or not purposefully, they were trying to emulate what that southern metal that was in the populace at the time. Mm -hmm. And so at the time, that's where we kind of got Load and Reload, which obviously it's not trying to be Pantera, but you're trying to absorb your own spin on what's popular for sales. That's your job. Your job is to make money playing music. So they were trying to, in a way, subconsciously or consciously, emulate what was popular and to me i think pantera was what was popular at that time in the mid-90s pantera was metal in right. the mid 90s so like i feel that's where that came from i mean i don't know yeah i don't i've never looked at james hetfield's record collection oh no me either but, but I, mean, I mean i mean that's a you know yeah 
I, that's what I, I always thought. I can't necessarily refute that. I yeah. think that's a pretty that's a pretty well fleshed out argument. I do what I can. <laughs> <laughs> I try <laughs> to keep up with things. Also, I don't like Pantera. Let's right. throw that out there. I, except except hair metal Pantera. Hair metal Pantera was the shit. <laughs> yeah, hair metal Pantera is amazing. <laughs> I yeah, I just I yeah the pang and the sting. Of the 90s from Metallica. I hate most metal from the 90s. Still looms heavy. Because I was a child in the 90s, and right. that like industrial sound of the 90s metal and most, even rock and roll, like it just. Blech, you mean I don't, the, the no mid range sound? Just of the your, 90s? your Alice in Chains and your God Smacks and your, your all that shit. I just don't. You're. Elson Chains is a good man. Exactly. It's not. I'm not saying they suck. I just don't like that that industrial '90s sound. Right. The only band from the '90s I like is Strapping Young Lad, and that was the late '90s, yeah. <laughs> like borderline 2000s. That's so true. that's the only band from that area that I really care for. Yeah. I just, you know, nah. Yeah, I know, man. Nah. It's, yeah. This 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 uh the topic of Metallica always like flushes out old wounds. <laughs> like, <laughs> it does. It does. I think we when we talked about this before we had concluded that that I am just it you're just you're just sour and it's not going to change. Yeah. You're yeah. just permanently damaged. Yeah. One might say you're hardwired to self-destruct <laughs> and you just don't like it. I I just don't I don't I, Okay, all right. Here's here's what I'm going to say about hardwired. Yes. Okay. Here's Oh, great! You put out an aggressive song. It's yes. got some double bass. You're cussing. No, it doesn't. It has programmed double well, bass. Yeah, That's not real. There's no way. Um. Anyway, you've put out a song that is continuing to go in the direction that you went in. Yeah. With Death Magnetic. Yes. That is great. Yes. That is amazing. Yay for Metallica. Yes. But the yay that I'm saying now is still not nearly as loud. As the, <laughs> as, as the yay, I've been screaming for them to play Trapped Under Ice, Yeah, you know, the last 20 years. So, You're never going to get that. <laughs> I, You're yeah, never going to get I that. I mean, I get it. I know. I think, I mean, they're at a different place in their lives, you know, experiences and things yeah. like that. I just wish that fucking, you know, that weird ass fucking twang, the way that James Hetfield structures his rhythm playing now. I just, I can't. I just, it's cool, man. <sighs> my my overall thoughts of the song is, I I like it. it I I've been referring to it as a a what was it a a monotonous return to form is what I've been <laughs> referring to it as. I think or a boring return to form. Where like I can tell they're doing it, but like. Uh. It's just this. The issues are like they're older. They don't. They have not played really aggressive music in quite some time, and it shows. Right. Like I will. And like the low points, I'll say that guitar solo is shit. The riffs are kind of re- kind of boring and repetitive, and I don't think that's real double bass. And I don't even complain about like triggers and shit like that. If you want to use triggers, use triggers. I don't care. But I don't think he's even capable of doing that. That's what bug. <laughs> that's what bugs me. Like I don't think he can do that anymore. Um, I hope I'm wrong because I would love to hate Lars a little less. Right. But I, um, yeah. and then high points. I feel like um, I was actually really impressed by James's like enunciation and tact <laughs> in his vocals. I was like, that's really quick vocals, and I understood every word. Right. Like I was really impressed by that. Uh, 
I think it's like I said. I think it's a return to form. I think we're getting in the right direction, and we have been going in this right I, direction. You know, I'm just not. I I've only been happy with two of the last four things that have that are output from the big four. Yeah, you know, really like that new Anthrax album. Really like Slayer, Repentless. Repentless is really good. Don't like Dystopia, and I'm not no. psyched on Hardwired. So I'm I'm at this point. Yes. That if this new album is not totally amazing in my yeah. book, I think I'm going to cry. If this album isn't totally amazing, <laughs> you'll just go listen to the old albums that you right. like. I, I mean, it's <laughs> hey, you guys want to listen to Call of Cthulhu? <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to listen to like Ride the Lightning and not Hardwired? <laughs> like, should we should we have a should we have like a like a book burning, but it's like an album burning, like back in like the seventies or eighties. Like moms against metal, but like <laughs> right. just burn them just because we're like, ah, this shit sucks. <laughs> a metallic. We should burning. try to we should try to acquire every copy of Load and Reload in the United States and burn them. How do you feel about it? No, because it needs no, to, no, 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 it, you, no, 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 no. I want a yes or no. I no, I don't want to do that. Here's You're why: wrong. Because why? I, I don't want people to forget that it happened. I do. I mean, come on now. <laughs> I want I want people to know. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go above your head. If I you want, want I want I want people to know that they are a predator, <laughs> and they are capable of they will, of hurting. They you. will take you into your van and touch your riffs, <laughs> and they won't. And it won't be good. And it won't be good. You won't like it. I'm gonna go above your head though and say I want to. If you want to, um, if you want to join me in my my hunt to track down every single load and reload, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And, uh, I'll see that, and I will join you to. Uh, I will. You can join my my huntsman and I as we as we track down every load and reload. It'll be difficult. It'll be a long a long journey, but I'm willing. I'm willing to make the trek. <laughs> What a great place to take a break. Yeah. Right? Man. All right. So. Riff molestation. Riff, riff molestation. How did we get to that? <laughs> so hey. What? Fucko. Yeah, you. Who are you? Do you listen to music the lifeblood on SoundCloud? Because you should. Because I might be touching myself right now. Gross. And you should also like, comment, and subscribe. What are you doing? Ah, Don't come in! A lot of great moments in Metallica's history. They did a lot of great things. (laughs) Just pure, just all decisions are just just the best. Just gold across the board. Gold stars for everyone. (laughs) Clearly, no bad decisions were made in that. Specifically, to <laughs> uh, what? What are what are the things? What are the things that stick out in from Metallica's bad decisions? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Load and reload. Um, Saint Anger. Saint Anger snare drum. <laughs> um, <laughs> cutting their hair isn't a big deal to some people, but it's a really big deal to some people. Riding, I riding Saint Anger. Personally, could care less. Say, um, getting um, Re- releasing Saint Anger. Having a bus wreck. Probably not big on. It wasn't that. really their fault. No, though. but I it's mean, still a bad decision. That was real mean. <laughs> probably was a little mean. That was, was really mean. mean. Sorry, it was a little dark. Uh, they were the driver. 
Yeah. It was a he, patch it, of ice. Choosing that driver. Yeah. Bad decision. Bad decision. Driving in the winter. That sucks so bad. <laughs> it does suck. He was an amazing bass player. Uh, imagine, oh, imagine how imagine how different that band would be today. Yeah. I, I, like I, think Cliff, about, I think about that a lot. I feel like Cliff would have just punched them in the mouth. They tried to write St. <laughs> Anger, but like, no. Cliff was a very... Um, I always felt like he was the one who like kept him in line. Very melody-driven. I feel like he, like in a, like a personal level, though, like reined them in. Oh, yeah, Kept him yeah. in check. Yeah, I think they saw him as the mature. Yeah, like I said, he. I the feel like they would have been like, band. I'm going to use this tone for my snare. He would have punched him in the mouth and been like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, that's how that would have went. If we ever even got to that point. There's a lot of dialogue about wanting uh, Lars out of the band through really uh, a big chunk of the 80s yeah that got discussed a lot i mean good probably should have happened sooner would it have made a difference yeah for sure i mean obviously it would have made a musical difference yeah that's, that's what i mean like a musical difference yeah yeah but it I probably mean, wouldn't affect the dynamic of the group all that much would, have, would it have solved things yeah i would think some things. I mean, James and James and Lars are the one who are always bickering. So if there had been somebody else there, either James would have had his way, and because no one's going to stand up to him, which yeah. is good or bad, yeah. Or someone else would have been like more steadfast and maybe a little more like level-headed about things, and they right. could have got some more things done. I think about. Just imagine if like if Lombardo. Dave if Dave would have been in the band. Dave. If Dave Mustaine would have stayed. Oh, yeah, that Dave. Okay. If he would have been able to stay. Would they have wound up with two lead singers? I would probably hate Metallica, personally, but that's I don't like anything he does. And that's not like a person, like a personal... Why did you say it like that? He's an asshole. I don't like him, but no, I don't said, like his No, you said music. it like this. I don't like anything he does. I don't think I said it like that. <laughs> you did. Did you I? You did. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it was a bit of like... <laughs> like my hatred just like leaking out. You sounded out. like a seven year old. It was weird. She went, I don't know. Did I turn my head back and forth like the way you were doing? Like I'm, a, like, a, like, I'm like a Chuck E. Cheese animatronic? <laughs> like I don't think I. Welcome to the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> I don't like I don't like him. I don't think I would have liked I think he's a better guitar player than Kirk Hammett, but I don't like him. I don't I like would the agree. way I don't like the way he writes. I don't like the, his vocals. I really don't like his vocals. I sometimes wonder if they would have stayed aggressive longer had Dave Probably. Mustaine stayed Probably. in the band. Um but but Megadeth reached that kind of same point that Metallica yeah. did too. And that stale nineties like, risk and cryptic yeah, even yeah. cryptic writings to you know well yeah to cryptic writings yeah. and risk I think was the the foremost risk of the is offenders. Not good. But it's crush them, <laughs> crush them. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah. His vocals just he should have never been given a microphone. What do you mean? I don't. Exactly. He he voc he vocalizes the way that I feel like he speaks. He just just with visceral and yeah, a lot of spit and. Well, when you stand the Megadeth catalog side by side with the Metallica catalog, which one's better? Because there are horrible offenders in on each, both sides. On both yeah. sides, I feel like I feel like the the hits of Metallica though are bigger than the hits of Megadeth. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah. that's that's that'd be my argument. Cells and. Holy, Holy Wars, um, Hangar 18, uh, Symphony of Destruction, Destruction. Foreclosure of a Dream, Sweating Bullets. And there will always be that Not. stank on Megadeth because of what happened with Metallica. So, yeah. I mean, whether you like buy into that or not, but like that's 
it's there <laughs> whether you whether you yeah that that not. scene in saint anger where metal where dave lars and the therapist are all in there and dave is like do you know what it's like to have been me yeah to walk down the street if people just yell at you that you yeah 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 and I can't, I can't help but think. I mean, everybody's bothered by something. Oh yeah, you know for what I mean? sure, for sure. Re- you know, perception is reality to people. People struggle with their own shit. Now, whether one person or the other thinks it's legitimate or not, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 different. But when people are mentally struggling with something, yeah, it can sometimes seem like the biggest thing in the world. It also, you like, know? I guess if. If I if if thorax right now if I got kicked out of thorax and then like a year later they blew the fuck up and were it was huge I would be I might go to jail for murder I'd be that upset like that, <laughs> I, I couldn't deal with that however he got he like no really like I could I couldn't deal with that however at the same time like he got the ultimate return like he he got to like get kicked out of the world's biggest band right. and form and got lucky enough to form another huge band. Yeah, well, okay. Like if I got kicked out of the band, the band got huge, and then my new band got almost as big, I'd be like, no, nah, I'm okay. I'm cool. Food for thought. Yeah. Okay, Megadeth puts out um, Countdown to Extinction, right? Yeah. That's the biggest Megadeth yeah, album, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, number one. Yes. What What knocked it off at number one? Uh, oh, excuse me. Fuck. Uh, what year was that? I'm assuming there's a Metallica album that knocked it out number one. <laughs> this is the Black Album. So I'm assuming it's probably the Black Album <laughs> the or Black, the Belt Holds. The Black Album eclipsed it yeah, by literally yeah. a couple hundred million copies. Ooh. You know, like it was. I mean, still though, man, you're you're yeah. one of the biggest bands in the world. No, I mean, I, I get it, I get it, but like, if you imagine being in Dave Mustaine's shoes, you know what I mean? From probably mentally not super the, stable the, to begin with. The mental baggage that you yeah. had accrued over the amount of time. Yeah. And how much? I bet some things got broke when oh, he saw that, that oh, information. Yeah. yeah, I just, I don't know. I think Megadeth have consistently been a better band than Metallica. You think so? Yeah, but I do think Metallica does something very well. What's that? They write songs that more people can tap their foot to. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, Metallica never go off on those weird, like, insane, proggy, you know, guitar runs and crazy-ass breaks. and You know what I mean? I think Megadeth are infinitely better musicians than what Metallica ever were. (sighs) You know, I... You cannot disagree with that. I think... You can't disagree. I've seen Megadeth live, and I was literally like i was so bored it, i was so boring right was, but you cannot oh you cannot deny the musicianship pound for pound dave mustaine is a better guitar player than james that Hetfield one i will give you and kirk that kirk one Hammond i will give combined. you he is not a good as good of a vocalist as kirk, as, as james Hetfield. no though. he's not but um bass, you, i don't know who plays bass for megadeth so dave, i can't even dave ellison i struggle to believe that man's better than rob because rob's real good dave ellison yeah I mean, I don't think I don't know him personally. I'm, I'm just Rob's saying, really I'm just saying, good. pound for pound, there's consistencies. But Nick Menza is a better drummer than Lars. Yeah, oh yeah. Mar- Marty Friedman is a better guitar player than Nick Kirk Menza. Hammond. Plays really boring shit for Megadeth, though. He plays way below his ability. For he does. Megadeth, he it does. Pisses me off, but it works. You I know, mean, what I, guess. I, I just, I mean, we're you always, we always, it always comes up when you talk about Metallica. It always comes up 
Metallica versus Megadeth. That's the thing. But, but you never hear people go Anthrax versus Slayer. And the it's only, two very different things. I, well, I know. And so Megadeth, is Megadeth and Metallica and are Metallica. similar enough, though, they can be thrown into like the same basket. Right. But so can Anthrax and Slayer. See, I you can see their... I, oh, you can put them different. in the same... You can Slayer, put them under the same umbrella. Slayer is right there on the edge of death metal sometimes, and Anthrax is right there on the edge of punk sometimes. And those are very different opposite ends of the spectrum. Like, for me anyway, Megadeth Metallica sound far more similar, specifically in the era that we don't like, which is the era most people are familiar with in the mainstream, versus Slayer and Anthrax. They're just their their biggest albums sound completely different. Yeah, well I I mean, yeah, obviously. They're I mean that's why they're not Slayer, compared, Slayer and Anthrax on that end of the spectrum are more comp- they they have a lot of there's punk there's a punk rock element yeah. to it. But what what I'm saying is that you never hear people go Anthrax versus Slayer. You don't hear yeah. people do that. It's just like I like Anthrax, I like Slayer. But there's constantly a Megadeth versus Metallica I think, debate. I think, I think and it's, it's because the, the Dave, Dave. Yeah, it's the, the Dave, Dave connection. But I mean, imagine, imagine if Dave Lombardo left Slayer to be in Metallica. That's like you know, I said earlier. I said, what if, what if in the '80s they got rid of Lars and Lombardos in Metallica? How fucking sick would that be? That would have been amazing. Like, how amazing would that be? Fucking Dave Lombardo, <laughs> constantly. Yeah. Let's do the Angel of Death solo. <laughs> I. Can you imagine? I may hate Saint Anger less if it was just the whole time, just <laughs> behind it the whole time. I can't. I. The you know funny, what bums me out? I'm, weird, set, I'm sorry. I'm sitting here staring at it because you got all these Metallica albums sitting here out for right. reference and such. Visual aid. Yeah, Saint Anger like visually looks fucking awesome. Like it's so striking. Like this orange background with the red fists, and like it's just like. If I was walking around an album shop, I would that would catch my attention. Yeah, like it just looks so fucking cool. It bumps me out. Favorite it's full of hot shit. Favorite, favorite, <laughs> favorite line from Saint Anger. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right, I'm madly in anger with you. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's bad. I know it's bad. <laughs> Play on words. <laughs> it's not love. It's anger. Oh, we're twelve. I'm madly in anger. That's what happens when you let everybody. We should write stop lyrics. talking about saying anger. No, we're going to talk about. No, it. can we not? All right, here we go. Here we go. This is this is this is how this slippery slope begins. It begins talking about St. Anger, and then St. Anger we can't talk about without having that snare drum. And then we talk about that snare drum. We talk about Lars. And then we get off on a tangent about Lars for two hours. Uh, uh, uh. These are eyes that can't see me. These are the hands that drop your trust. These are the boots that kick you around. These are the lyrics I wrote when I was twelve. <laughs> Like literally, like uh, I wrote metal lyrics just like that when I was young. All right, here we go. I see my reflection in the window. It looks different, so different than what you see. Projecting judgment on the world. This house is clean, baby. This house is clean. Hear me snapping for you for your right, good your one. poetic reading. Beatniks, beatniks, <laughs> bongos. Projector, projector, <laughs> rejector, infector. Oh, that's not a real lyric. Projector, rejector, infector, injector. <laughs> oh. So 
sometimes when you read lyrics and you don't you don't think about it uh, like in musical context, it's like, oh, you wrote this. Somebody had to take time to think of that. Invisible kid never see what he did. Got stuck where he hid, falling through the grid. Invisible kid got a place on his own where he'll never be known and where he's grown. Is it weird that I just saw like a paper boy on a bike throwing papers, but he's invisible? <laughs> that's what went through my head. Do, 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 do. No, wait, that's uh oh, what's the paper boy theme? There's no theme. There it's is just... a theme to Paperboy. Invisible kids, suspicious if you touch. Don't want to crush, but it's all too much. I hide inside, hurt inside. I hide inside, but I'll show you die. There you go. Nailed it. Nailed it. That's the one. That's the one. I love Paperboy. <laughs> I just want to go play Paperboy now. Let's just not. Can we stop? Let's go play Paperboy. Uh, uh, Paperboy. It's Saint Anger. Yeah. Saint Anger's bad. What? It's almost. It is almost. Well, I think it's worse than Iron Maiden Virtual Eleven. Uh, yeah. Oh, just yeah. Yes, that's really bad. Virtual yeah. Eleven is. It's not good, but it's it not as bad as that. Awful. Yeah, I, I think, mean, at least the musicianship. Is, at least the musicianship in that is still good. Can we? Yeah. Come on, let's move along. We're getting. We're getting. We're getting some dead air. We're getting upset. These lyrics are amazing. No, they're amazingly bad. Tear it down, strip the layers off. My turpentine, old paint, old looks, cover up the past. White heat, white light, super white bones, bones of you and I. See, that's the first thing you've read that I wasn't immediately just like, <laughs> like that was okay at least. <laughs> All right, one more, one more. Okay, we'll do one more. Let me find one a good more. one. Here we go. Uh, okay, here okay. it is. You ready? ready? Lay it on me. The Coupe de Gracie. Coupe de Gracie. You want me to read it in a southern accent? No, I don't. I can't handle that. I'm going to do it. Okay. This is a test of flesh and soul. This, oh. is the, this is the trap that smells so good. This is the flood that drains these eyes. These are the looks that chill you to the bone. These are the fears that swing over your head. These are the weights that hold you down. This is the end that will never end. This is the voice of silence no more. I was really expecting at the end of that, in that because of that voice, to be like Corinthians twelve thirteen, <laughs> like because like, you read it like a scripture, and Jesus uh, said, "We the people are we the people, some kind of monster, <laughs> yeah, some kind of monster, <laughs> yeah." All right, do I have? Is I peeked the shit out of that. I'm sorry. Justice for all over there. Uh, what do we got? Uh, no, you have kill them all. Death magnetic. All and, right, give it ride the lightning. And, give me ride the lightning. Just the booklet to ride the lightning. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. So and then a whole bunch of misfit stuff. Let's compare and contrast. Right. Why yeah, not? These are never not Why the misfit stuff not? on the table. All right. Uh, all right. We can compare and tr- contrast. Okay. okay. Oh, can we? Okay. This is, it just makes my heart hurt. This is awesome. Okay, do unto others as they have done to you, but what the hell is this world coming to? Blow the universe into nothingness, nuclear warfare no warfare shall lay us to rest. Fight fire with fire. Fight fire with fire. Ending is near. I like that song. Fight fire with fire. Bursting with fear. We all shall die. I mean, it's definitely way more metal. Absolutely. It's way, it's way more angry and way less angsty. All right, so here's what happens when you give... How old were they when Sin Anger came out? Were they in their 40s? Well, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. That's probably kind of like, that kind of explains it. Midlife crisis. Midlife crisis. Yeah. 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 That's what I was going to say. This is what you give. Uh, <laughs> that's what a 20 year old writes. Yeah. Like, that's what I write now. That's absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What happens when you give, when people, when it's not a, when it's not a life struggle anymore, it's a self struggle. Yeah. That's what happens. Everything becomes introspective. Yes. As opposed to, as opposed to outro. Outrospective? Is that a word? That's a word. I'm making it a word. I'll take it. <laughs> quite. Mm. Uh, yes. Mm, yes, yes. Indubitably, yes. Quite. quite. Mm. I just I hear I hear the lyrics to "Ride the Lightning" and like all the <clears throat> lyrics I wrote when I was like 19 come back to me. Right. And it's like yeah. you're cri- you're critical of everything around you. You know. Yeah. That well, sort of thing. the lyrics I wrote when I was 19 were, were very pissed off and angry. Right. Like. The, the the lyric I always remember because I, I it's one of the few that actually made it into a song. Usually I write them and they just stay in a notebook for no one to see but myself <laughs> until you bring me to make them make me read it on the show because I know that's going to happen. What <laughs> um, was do do you hear the creatures crawling? Their congregation howls. They will write a new beginning for this quiet town. Open your eyes, see the sunrise. And it was always like that's like an Aiden lyric. Yeah, it was kind of angsty. I was in a like borderline pop punk emo band for many years. So, like, that was what I wrote. And that just, like, the aggressiveness was, like, ah, that's the way I used to write. Now I'm just, like, get on your horse with your sword and ride to the <laughs> fucking fire and kill some goddamn demons. Like, that's I will my ride with now. you into the midst of Avalon, if that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, through, to write power metal, everything has to be far away and on fire, and you have to ride there. That's it. That's the only rules you need to know. Uh, all right. So, I, okay. All right. So, what's the Metallica legacy? You know, I mean, it's. What is I mean, it? whether you like it or not, it's pretty strong. I mean, is it? Yeah, for sure. I know you. You don't like the '90s. No, no, few people do. And like, it's definitely like the. Hey, my bitch! <laughs> it's definitely a stain on like the Metallica. I I, I want to say cum rag. I'm not sure why. <laughs> like the Metallica cum rag. Yeah, it's it's it's. All the, right, here's the thing. Right? This sums it up. Yeah. All right. I'm going to lay it all on the line. Okay. Lay it down for me. The Metallica comrade. Comrade? Comrade. Comrade, comrade. comrade yes. <laughs> Metallica comrade. The Metallica comrade. Yeah, is, you, no, we'll go with it. Is stained with the gonorrhea laden cum. Mm. That is loaded. Uh, I reload. see. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get rid of that towel. You gotta wash it. You gotta go out. You gotta like bleach that towel. You gotta get rid of it. And James wearing a battle vest is not gonna do it. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty fond of the battle. I'm pretty fond of the battle jacket. Pretty fond of the battle jacket. You know, I you know I think it's interesting. I you dig know. it. I, I, how a, an article of clothing can make such a difference because <laughs> it did. Is that what it is? It did. Is that what it, it is? really? I saw it when I was like, oh fuck you. Yeah. I think. Well, I think what they should have been doing you 15 know, years ago. Yeah. Well, I I think Metallica obviously they did lose their metal cred. Yeah, they did. It Absolutely. is what it is. But I mean, Lars still looks like an idiot with his fucking beanie, but. It bothers me. I don't I mean, know why it bothers I me. I just, I, you know, I think they did on a grand scale. I try not to be, I try not to get mad about. Do you? Musicians. Are you sure? They need to make a living. You should try harder. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, under, I mean, I get that. I'm not going to fault anybody for wanting to make a living um, doing something that they like doing. I mean, I get it. I 100% get it. But, you know. God, the sting of the '90s still lingers so much for me. But even on the, I'm sorry, I'm I'm glad I'm glad that they have kind of re-embraced, you know, the metal side of things. You know, they stick pretty closely to the early catalog and alive since now. You know, I I get that, I get that. 
I, I get it. I'm looking at. I, I was listening to you, and I was I was thumbing through the, the booklet to Death Magnetic, right? And like I was talking about how we how we were just discussing how they like at least I was about how like they like made a cha- like an an obvious like conscious choice to look different, right? And it's because I'm looking through. And we've been talking about this album off and on today about how Death Magnetic was a step in the right direction. How we really, really kind of dig this album. It's totally fine. It's a good album. And I got to the very back, and it's a picture of Metallica. And is this Metallica or is this your dad's garage band? <laughs> like, seriously. That's what I'm saying, man. So, like, um, maybe the battle jacket with some patches maybe a good idea. Yeah. Because that's I mean, a bad picture. I mean, I get it. I, wa- I 100% get it. I, 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 I get it. I just, I... Bleh. Man, you, I, I yeah. mean, I get it. You you took you took the, yeah. the you, should, you took the '90s as like a personal attack, like a. Like well, a, here's uh, here's the thing. Here's what I here's what I kind of think. You know, I get that they wanted to stay successful. I 100 percent get that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Gotta bands make bands make adjustments, but I almost think like had they fallen on the by the wayside through the '90s, we'd be experiencing like a. Uh, we would be experiencing a resurgence. You just an otherworldly resurgence at this point you know it'd be just like iron maiden is a great example how bad they struggled after bruce left but they had started to struggle when adrian left Mm -hmm. in 1988 yeah no prayer for the dying and fear of the dark are not that great of albums and blaze bailey comes on and they struggle through the 90s bruce comes back and i bruce comes back and i think 1998 I thought, I, mean? before, I thought it was not like 96 but it was 98 because they, they were promoting ed hunter the video game um oh lord that's actually a good game do you see the new one they got coming out yeah it's for cell phones fucking weird it looks pretty okay um but anyway i almost think that had they kind of fallen on the by the wayside through the 90s like a lot of those other bands exodus fucking struggled most, the 90s. most really aggressive bands in the 90s that didn't have that like 90s industrial radio metal sound yeah, the only, really struggled. The only other stuff metal-wise that was thriving was the death metal movement. Pantera did pretty okay. <laughs> Pantera, Tool, stuff like that. Yeah. But, I mean, the death metal movement stride. But imagine if, like, through the 90s, James... Dicked around on other bands or yeah, something. Yeah, had another band, and yeah. Lars ran a record label. Lars or, died know, in a gutter. Kirk Hammett became a producer for horror movies. I don't, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> That's and, specific. And they go, okay, 2003, let's get back together. We'll put out an album. Imagine yeah. they would be at supernova status. And it also like wouldn't have the stank of the 90s on yeah. it. So yeah. like it probably would sound more like the old stuff. That That's the only thing they've written together. Yeah. It yeah. wouldn't sound like yeah. the... Yeah. God smack out. I, I still think I still think the lingering of uh, lingering effects and the changes that were made through yeah. the 90s are still very prevalent. Well, do you think do you think Metallica should like find a new young band and like hire them to come help them write music? <laughs> like, <laughs> hire some young guns to come in and be like, right. "No, nah, you old men fucking blow. Here do this." <laughs> no, I think I mean obviously the musical direction comes it emanates mostly from james yeah it does um lars has a big hand in the arrangements structure you know, kirk you know kirk contributes pieces of music and, and solos i mean and even stuff. jason contributed pieces yeah, of music. Yeah. um but most of it emanates from from james and i just think james has affected that sort of metal version of 38 special into his sound that 
has just never left. I don't think it's quite that extreme of like a metal version of 38. Well, that's the only way I can think to describe it. Just, it just got, it has a swing to it, man. He just has like a swing to it. Right. Like it's all it is. But like it's yeah, I think I don't know. Overall, I think we're I think Hardwired is moving in a right is moving in a good direction. And like I what I've said is if the rest of this or the rest of that album sounds like Hardwired, I will be okay. Right. I will be happy. Right. Um it will probably be in my regular rotation for a bit if I if it sounds like that. Yeah. Now, I, opposite side of the spectrum, if Hardwired sounds like Hardwired and the rest of that album sounds like Alternica, I'm done. <laughs> like, yeah. Then, then you actively betrayed me. You, you knowingly draw cheated on you knowingly drew me in with what i wanted and then and then just like shit in my face and cheated on me gave me what i thought was gonorrhea it turns out it was like way worse it's herpes i got like the herp yeah it's never going away yeah (laughs) no i think it's i think it's more like how do we get to the point where we compare metallic fucking vd i think it's more like I think it's more like the 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 attractive lady draws you in with promises of like fellatio and food, <laughs> and, like, and you get it, and then you get to her house, and like it's a dude, <laughs> and, he's, and he's like doesn't have any food, and you don't want him to blow you, like he will, but you don't want him to. So like, like it's a trick. They tricked me. It's a it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> That's that's how I that's how Don't I feel buy about the it. Album, it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I always think of you. You ever seen Hellraiser? Which one? The original? Yeah, the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they the, the hooks fly yeah, out yeah, of the yeah. cube, right? Um, they're the puzzle, in the cube. Puzzle box. And they're in the cube. Yeah. I always kind of think of Metallica albums as puzzle boxes. <laughs> To where when I'm if I pull the vinyl out, the hooks are gonna come. It's <laughs> gonna out, get you, yeah. And it's gonna suck me in <laughs> and, for, and force me to listen to load and reload. <laughs> listen to it until you and, like it. And there's gonna be that there's gonna be that moment where like where I'm torn apart, like ripped to shreds, hooked into a Metallica album, and the only thing I can say is Lars wept. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, uh, no, I don't. I like my I like my fun like like very unsexual <laughs> like comparison way more. I don't know what the you're deal like, with me because you're like it's life or death <laughs> with Metallica, <laughs> and I'm like no, they promised me blowjobs and I didn't get them. That's that's what it was. All right, we're wrapping this up. Yeah, it's, we should have been wrapped up like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> All right, so that said. Listen to Metallica. Listen to Hardwired. Yeah. Give it a go. Go give check it, a, it out. Give it a spin. See what you like. Um, yeah. If you're listening to this show on iTunes, give a rating and review. Yes. Even if you totally hate it. Like, comment, and subscribe that's, on everything. That's fine. Um, go find us on Facebook, Instagram. There's a Tumblr, which is Tumblr's weird. There's a Twitter. We fucking hate Twitter. You can we're not, go there. We're not. We're not. We're not. Yeah, no. but whatever. Um, it's just going to be like a blank slate or whatever's on the Facebook you'll get on Twitter, right. but that's I mean, it. Same thing. Uh, and then the YouTube channel. Final yes. Thursdays and whatever other stuff we have coming out, we put stuff on there all the time. We do. So go check it out. So Google Music The Light Blood, you'll find it. All right, that's it. Another episode of Music The Light Blood wrapping. Go Ooh. listen to Nukem, listen to Metallica. That's Nukem. That, yeah, Nukem. Nukem. That's it. Music The Light Blood, something old. Something new. What are you listening to? Yeah. yeah. Take a look to the endless sky and let your fears all slip away.